This is a Real Presence Radio News Link. The Diocese of Fargo joins the local diocese who have canceled public celebrations of Holy Week liturgies. Liturgical celebrations will be video streamed from St. Mary's Cathedral beginning with 9 a.m. Palm Sunday Mass. You can see the full Holy Week schedule on the COVID-19 page at fargodiocese.org. Other dioceses who have made the decision to live stream Holy Week and Easter liturgies include Crookston, New Ulm, Duluth, Superior, Winona, Rochester, and Cheyenne. You can find their Holy Week schedules on their respective websites. And there's still time to register for the first virtual Catholic men's and women's conferences this weekend. The free conferences begin today and run through Sunday evening. Log in at any time throughout the weekend to hear inspiring talks by some of the biggest Catholic names. Over 32,000 people have now registered, and you can sign up at virtualcatholicconference.com. This has been an RPR News Link. Stay tuned now for Real Presence Live. Presence Live. It's this really powerful sense of, okay, you're seen, you're known, you're missed if you're not here. Local. It's that good crop of corn or beans or wheat or whatever it is that you do that, you know, you grow it, you grow it to the Lord, and if it doesn't come about, you just have to be patient and say, well, there's always next year. Engaging. Evangelization is the fruit of the love of God being poured into the hearts of Jesus' friends. Live. This is our charism, to be witnesses of Jesus' real presence in the Eucharist. Well, good morning, Real Presence Radio Land. It's a, a snowy April 3rd. Uh, this is Jack Canelli, and I'm with my wife, Doreen. We'll be your hosts for today. And you'll have to excuse Doreen, she forgot her glasses, and the uh, notes we have are in a pretty small font, so if she stumbles over a word, I, I'm sure you'll excuse her. And uh, today we will be starting out with uh, the Holy Mass with uh, Monsignor Joseph Gehring here in Fargo at his, uh, at his chapel at St. Mary's. Have mercy on me, O Lord, for I am in distress. Deliver me from the hands of my enemies and those who pursue me. O Lord, let me never be put to shame, for I call on you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you, and with your spirit. Brothers and sisters, let us call to mind our sins, and so prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do. Through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore, I ask the Blessed Mary, Ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. Pardon the offenses of your people, we pray, O Lord, and in your goodness set us free from the bonds of the sins we have committed in our weakness. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen.
A reading from the book of the prophet Jeremiah. I hear the whisperings of many, terror on every side, denounce, let us denounce him. All those who were my friends are on the watch for any misstep of mine. Perhaps he will be trapped, and then we can prevail and take our vengeance on him. But the Lord is with me like a mighty champion. My persecutors will stumble, they will not triumph. In their failure they will be put to utter shame, to lasting, unforgettable confusion. O Lord of hosts, you who test the just, who probe mind and heart, let me witness the vengeance you take on them, for to you I have entrusted my cause. Sing to the Lord, praise the Lord, for he has rescued the life of the poor from the power of the wicked. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. In my distress I called upon the Lord, and he heard my voice. In my distress I called upon the Lord, and he heard my voice. I love you, Lord, my strength, O Lord, my rock, my fortress, my deliverer. In my distress I called upon the Lord, and he heard my voice. My God, my rock of refuge, my shield, the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. Praise be the Lord, I exclaim, and I am safe from my enemies. In my distress, I called upon the Lord, and he heard my voice. The breakers of death surged round about me. The destroying floods overwhelmed me. The cords of the netherworld enmeshed me. The snares of death overtook me. In my distress, I called upon the Lord, and he heard my voice. In my distress, I called upon the Lord and cried out to my God. From his temple, he heard my voice, and my cry to him reached his ears. In my distress, I called upon the Lord, and he heard my voice. The Lord be with you, and with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. The Jews picked up rocks to stone Jesus. Jesus answered them, I have shown you many good works from my Father. For which of these are you trying to stone me? The Jews answered him, We are not stoning you for a good work, but for blasphemy. You, a man, are making yourself God. Jesus answered them, Is it not written in your law, I said, you are gods? If it calls them gods to whom the word of God came, and scripture cannot be set aside, can you say that the one whom the Father has consecrated and sent into the world blasphemes because I said, I am the Son of God. If I do not perform my Father's works, do not believe me. But if I perform them, even if you do not believe me, believe the works so that you may realize and understand that the Father is in me and I am in the Father. Then they tried again to arrest him, but he escaped from their power. He went back across the Jordan to the place where John first baptized, and there he remained. Many came to him and said, John performed no sign. But everything John said about this man was true, and many there began to believe in him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Today, as we continue with our Lenten readings, we uh, see the issue, the problem, the difficulty of the righteous, the innocent righteous man being persecuted. So the prophet Jeremiah as those around whispering, calling him terror on every side, looking to see how they can entrap him, 
how can they get rid of him because his message of repentance and conversion to the Lord is not one that the people want to hear. And then in John's Gospel, as we continue with the conflict that Jesus is has, has having with his listeners as he's trying to get them to understand his person, his goodness, his mission from the Father, he asks them, I've shown you many good works. For which of these are you trying to stone me? So again, we have the righteous man, in this case, the righteous God-man, um, who is being rejected and not being listened to, not being received for his goodness, but instead uh, rejected because the people don't want to hear the message or they have a difficult time understanding the message or it's simply beyond their comprehension. Now, for you and I, as we continue our Lenten disciplines, both of these readings give us an opportunity perhaps to carefully and ask the Lord to be gentle with us, but to, to show us what are the ways in which I resent you, God, uh, what are the ways in which your law is sometimes felt as an imposition, or your will is felt as constraining, or there are just aspects of life and your goodness and the teaching of the church that I might go, I don't want to, I don't want to hear that, or I, I'm not, I don't like that. Now, obviously, we're here at Mass, we're, you know, trying to celebrate our Catholic faith, etc., etc. This ought not to be a major issue, but the fact is, the fact is, because we're fallen human beings um, and because uh, our minds and our intellects are darkened and our will gets messed with sometimes, it's important to ask the Lord, show me. Show me the ways in which I might resist you and then lead me out of them. Lead me out of them gently. Also, we have this challenge with each other, right? When we see the just man, uh, someone who is righteous, and maybe sometimes someone who is self-righteous, that can be an additional problem, but we see someone who is good in a way that we feel weak and we resent them. And it's important also to ask God for the grace to say, let me see, let every example of goodness that I come into contact with be one that draws me closer to goodness, tr closer to goodness, and uh, that I'm prevented from any of jealousy or resentment or um, dislike of the righteous one whom I meet. And of course, if it happens, and it does happen, we're following the Lord and we are in certain circumstances the righteous and we face opposition, it is good to know. We are in the line of Jeremiah, we're in the line of Jesus, and again, like Jeremiah and like Jesus, what our response to any of that is, is look to the Heavenly Father, say, I receive your love, I want to do your will, I want to do your will more perfectly, and that, and that alone is our focus in the midst of the suffering righteous. I have two commercials today for you as part of the homily, I suppose. They're separate from the readings. Um, you may know that the Apostolic Penitentiary um, on March 20th granted a plenary indulgence for a number of different uh, circumstances and people involved in dealing with the coronavirus. And some of them may not apply to each one of us who's listening and praying along today, but the third section does for sure. So at first it talks about there's a plenary indulgence granted to any of the faithful suffering from the coronavirus. And it talks about what can, what can one do to earn that indulgence, to, uh, to do that indulgence. To have that spirit detached from sin, to be united spiritually through media to the celebration of Holy Mass, like we're doing right now. The recitation of the Holy Rosary, a pious practice of the way of the cross, or other form of devotion. Or at least if they recite the Creed, the Lord's Prayer, and a pious invocation of the Blessed Virgin Mary, offering this trial in a spirit of faith. So we can see any person who's afflicted with the coronavirus has the ability to uh, 
undertake to, to practice this plenary indulgence. And then we're told that they have to have the will to fulfill the usual conditions. So the sacramental confession, Eucharistic communion and prayer according to the Holy Father's intentions. So the will to do that, even though it may not be that sacramental confession or Eucharistic communion is possible at that moment. The indulgence is also granted to healthcare workers and family members and those who are exposing themselves to any risk of contagion for the care of the sick. And so again, similar conditions apply. You could always go online and look up the Apostolic Penitentiary's decree if you want all the details on this. Here's the one that applies to every single one of us, all right? This Apostolic Penitentiary also willingly grants a plenary indulgence under the same conditions on the occasion of the current world epidemic, also to those faithful who offer a visit to the Blessed Sacrament or Eucharistic adoration or reading of the Holy Scriptures for at least half an hour or the recitation of the Holy Rosary or the pious exercise of the way of the cross or the recitation of the Chaplet of Divine Mercy. All of these are possible ways of doing this. To implore from the Almighty God the end of the epidemic, relief for those who are afflicted, and eternal salvation for those to whom the Lord has called to himself. So you can see uh, the practice, all of the pious practices of the church, they're, they're good. They're doing what we want to do. So to do these pious prayers, to ask God for relief from the epidemic, for relief for those who are afflicted, and eternal salvation, those are all things that we would want to pray for no matter what. And so it is... Uh, it's good to know this. Um, the next is probably less common, but it talks about, well, in, in the epidemic it may be, the church prays for those who find themselves unable to receive the sacrament of anointing of the sick and viaticum, entrusting each and every one to the divine mercy by virtue of the communion of the saints and granting the faithful a plenary indulgence on the point of death, provided they are truly disposed and have recited a few prayers during their lifetime. Pay attention to that. They pray prayers during their lifetime, if at the end of their life, and they cannot in some way receive the sacraments um, because of availability, etc. Um, notice it says, in this case, the church makes up for the three usual conditions required. So it's like drawing upon the, gr the vast reservoirs of the grace of Christ through the church. So I think both of those things are important for us to know for those whom we're concerned about who might be suffering and also for ourselves. Similar to the Apostolic Penitentiary, I had some notes about receiving the Sacrament of Reconciliation. And of course, the usual thing for all of us, the ordinary means of uh, reconciliation is individual confession. And I know that the priests in, the, in all of our dioceses are looking for ways to make ourselves available to you. We have to do the proper social distancing and the carefulness, etc. But we want to be there for you if you are in need of confession or if you're desirous of confession. So I encourage uh, those uh, to, to seek that out. But this, I think, again, isn't important. This, this doesn't apply very often, all right? So pay attention. It doesn't apply very often. But just see how the grace of Christ, uh, what God wants for us, is never um, removed from us, cannot be taken from us, uh, even by difficult things like this particular coronavirus. So here's what the Apostolic Penitentiary says about the possibility of receiving absolution without sacramental confession, but pay attention very closely to it. Where the individual faithful finds themselves in the painful impossibility of receiving sacramental absolution, it should be remembered that perfect contrition coming from the love of God, beloved above all things, expressed by a sincere request for forgiveness, that which the penitent is at present able to express, 
and accompanied by a votum confessionis, that is, a firm resolution to have recourse as soon as possible to sacramental confession, obtains forgiveness of sins, even mortal ones. And then it cites the Catechism of the Catholic Church, 1452. So you can see, even if it was impossible to have access to a priest for sacramental confession, the Lord does not, the Lord gives the means necessary for us. Again, that's a rare case, um, but know that it exists for those whom you might be uh, concerned for. And here's again one last bit of commercial, again talking about the, the treasures of the church that are involved in indulgences and, uh, and the other, these other works. Never before has the church experienced thus the power of the communion of saints, raising her crucified and risen Lord to her crucified and risen Lord, her vows and prayers, especially the sacrifice of the Holy Mass, celebrated daily, even without the presence of the people by priests. So here we are doing this together. Uh, joining in the communion of saints, offering that sacrifice to the Heavenly Father for those, for everyone, for ourselves, for all those who are suffering, and for an end to this epidemic. And so we pray together in that spirit of hope and confidence in God's goodness. Trusting in the Lord of hosts, let us gather our needs and petitions and offer them to him. For all ministers of the church, may the Lord bless them in their demonstration of Christ's love through good works. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all government leaders, may the Holy Spirit guide them in their work and encourage them in policies that recognize the dignity of human life. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For those who struggle to meet their daily needs, particularly those impacted economically by this coronavirus, may God strengthen them with a spirit of fortitude and perseverance. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For our Real Presence radio community and all those who join us by radio and internet and any other means, may Christ enter our hearts more deeply as we prepare to enter Holy Week. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For our beloved dead, may the Lord grant them eternal rest in the kingdom of heaven. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. And we pray together as encouraged by the apostolic penitentiary for an end to the epidemic, for all those who are suffering from the coronavirus, and for the eternal salvation of all those who die. For this, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. And for the poor souls in purgatory for whom this Mass is offered, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Heavenly Father, you are the source of all that is good. With confidence, we ask you to look favorably on the prayers we bring to you in the name of Jesus, your Son. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you. 
Fruit of the earth and work of human hands, it will become for us the bread of life. Blessed be God forever. By the mystery of this water and wine, may we come to share in the divinity of Christ who humbled himself to share in our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you. Fruit of the vine and work of human hands, it will become our spiritual drink. Blessed be God forever. With humble spirit and contrite heart, may we be accepted by you, O Lord, and may our sacrifice in your sight this day be pleasing to you, Lord God. Wash me, O Lord, from my iniquity and from all my sins. Cleanse me. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be made acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. Amen. Grant, O merciful God, that we may be worthy to serve ever fittingly at your altars and there be saved by constant participation through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you and with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For through the saving passion of your Son, the whole world has received a heart to confess the infinite power of your majesty. Since by the wondrous power of the cross, your judgment on the world is now revealed in the authority of Christ crucified. And so, Lord, with all the angels and saints, we too give you thanks as in exaltation we acclaim. Holy, 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 Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the font of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your spirit upon them like the dewfall so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and giving thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. 
The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, and John, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the blessed apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Amen. At the Savior's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always, and with your spirit. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Grant us peace. May this mingling of the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ bring eternal life to us who receive it. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, who by the will of the Father and the work of the Holy Spirit through your death gave life to the world, free me by this your most holy body and blood from all my sins and from every evil. Keep me always faithfully to your commandments and never let me be parted from you. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed.
May the body of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. May the blood of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. Communion Antiphon. Jesus bore our sins in his own body on the cross, so that dead to sin we might live for righteousness. By his wounds we have been healed. Prayer of Spiritual Communion My Jesus, I believe that you are in this blessed sacrament. I love you above all things and long for you in my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. As though you have already come, I embrace you and unite myself entirely to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. Let us pray. May the unfailing protection of the sacrifice we have received never leave us, O Lord, and may it always drive far from us all that would do us harm. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Bow down for the blessing. Grant, we pray, Almighty God, that your servants who seek the grace of your protection may be free from every evil and serve you in peace of mind. Through Christ our Lord. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go and announce the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. And that was today's Daily Mass, celebrated by Monsignor Joseph Gehring of the Diocese of Fargo. We're going to take a quick break here. We'll be back with much more Real Presence Live in just a minute. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network.